is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Bowler momentarily. But uh, we have some breaking news, Gordon. Uh, the college football playoff rankings are slowly coming out here, but we know where BYU is. They are at 13. They're up one spot. They leaped Northwestern after Northwestern lost over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that's about what I thought. I mean, isn't that about where you thought they'd be? Oh, uh, yeah, I thought if they moved up, they'd only move up one. Yeah. Uh, they've got Oklahoma State uh, behind Northwestern at, uh, at number 15. Uh, Wisconsin at 16, North Carolina at 17. Um, they're coming out with the top 10. And l- let's get Bowler's thoughts on this. Uh, of course, Craig Bowler Jack making his Tuesday appearance on the big show. Hi, Bowler. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? We were just talking about the college football playoff rankings that are coming out. And, Bowler, I watched that Northwestern game against Michigan State, and they did not look good at all. I mean, uh, no. Um, and you know what? I'm hearing. Uh, BYU went up one notch. Yes, Is that 13. What you yep. Confirm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They jumped yeah, Northwestern, yeah. who's now at 14. Yeah. Well, it's progress. I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it, but like it was last week, we're just like, wow, you know. And, and Cougar fans, uh, I know, are uh, not happy uh, with the way things are turning out. But it, you know, sadly, I guess it is, you know, what it is. And. Um, I I don't know what would change this. I mean, I guess what I read, who, someone forwarded me something, a quote from someone, uh, ESPN, or one of the analysts, I think it was Brando, uh, you know, who uh, was kind of snippy about it. He thought it was interesting, the, the, uh, the impact and the, the conversation of Cougar fans versus Utah fans and how they kind of traded punches, you know, with each other, which is nothing new, right? But it all—it's also about, you know—is it the lack of respect, um, you know, of the of the non-conference, you know, that BYU does not uh, have affiliation with? So, you know, again, it goes back to the, all those conversations that have been going on now for years. And, you know, I got a couple of tweets that <laughs> indicate it shouldn't matter. But, you know, I I, I I can't read the mind of of those who you know make this decision. But it's. Um, I would like to see BYU, um, you know, give themselves a a bull day opponent, and then you get a chance to really lay all this argument to rest, right? Uh, it may not. What, Bowler, this is this is what Jake and I have been talking about ever since the first rankings came out, and BYU's schedule is <laughs> extremely light. We get yes. that, but the 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 eye test—that's the part that when you watch them play. You can see that there's talent there, oh, and absolutely. and but but this but this committee seems to, and I think they should be penalized a little bit for for their schedule. But but this committee seems to be, uh, as Jake has pointed out many times, have motives that uh, that don't exactly coincide with complete fairness. You know what, and, and Gordo and Jake, let's, can we take that around a minute? Because what would be uh, the negative? to BYU besides the lighter kind of ended schedule because I, the eye test, Gordo, as you mentioned, 
is as good as it gets. And I, I you know, just I, I, I just walked into my office, and today I was actually looking at BYU stats, and Zach Wilson's numbers just jump. You know, with 26 touchdowns, two picks, and you know, nearly 2,800 yards of passing, and a 74% completion rate. So. You know, you go down, you see, a, a, you know, nearly 1,900 yards of rushing uh, for a team and the way they've been able to, you know, manhandle um, the schedule. But is that really the only issue is the schedule or is it something else? I think that's, well, that and the fact that certain powers want to keep certain teams, I think, away from the, from the uh, from the vault. The schedule is the excuse they'll use to carry okay. out their agenda, which is so, not to share with more people than they have to share with. So we're yeah. coming down to this conversation again that the Power Five, they have the ability to manipulate and understand that within the group of this club that the money stay within the circle, correct? Right, exactly. It's like the, the Knights sitting at the round table, is that kind of a, an analogy and 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 so they're all there for each other and if an outsider just cannot be allowed in um i think that's a really a, a a very interesting way of putting it but i think it's there's a lot of truth to it it's the it's problem hard to bring an outsider in guys you know unless you prove that you can knock off the likes in those early weeks of the non-conference usually which Again, BYU wasn't able to do that this year, right, because of the scheduling issues in COVID. They put together the best schedule they could. Um, and here you are with a team that's dominated and also with some very impressive talent on the field, both on both sides of the ball, mind you. And it's still not good enough to get, uh, I guess, uh, the, 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 the recognition that has to be made to, be on, uh, to play on New Year's Day. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand that uh, the schedule is an issue. You can't just ignore it. But uh, there's also the eye test, and they look pretty good with some pretty good talent. This is one of the things that I've always thought about college football, Bowler. And I know you love college football. You played it, and uh, it's it's really a lot of fun to follow. But their postseason sucks, and it makes you appreciate – the NBA playoffs, yeah. uh, the NFL playoffs, uh, the, the 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 organizations that that do it in a way where you can prove it on the field, and that makes it a whole lot more satisfying. Gordo, I love your point because what the NBA is doing, and I think they have to do, is to continue to embrace the fan base to give them an opportunity to stay engaged right in the postseason. And the playing games are brilliant in my book. I mean, it gives you know nine and ten a chance to still have hope. And you never know when one day uh, someone is going to work their way up right into a potential Western Conference, you know, final. I know that sounds crazy, but look, that's why it's done, and that's why a two can get knocked off by, you know, uh, a 13. I mean, it, it just happens, guys. It will happen. And college football seems just to be too archaic in, this, in these times where – television and the revenue yes is incredibly high but you've got to think outside the box you know um and ever since 84 let's be honest i think that was the time when byu of course were national champions but it was almost and gordo correct me if i'm wrong and jake but it's almost that was the starting point where 
college football powers couldn't or didn't want that to happen again. So everything kind of went into motion. Uh, even though Utah ran the table, it was still more, you know, ah, okay, we get it. You know, it's, it's, it's going to work out sometimes like this. But it just seems like the powers to be now. Um, it, it, a team like BYU, uh, the Boise States of the world, uh, those are guys who are like, hey, it's fun to watch this team kind of make some noise. But when it comes down to the, the moment uh, where you've got to make a decision, you're not really allowed through the door. And um, I think it's time to open the door. Uh, Bowler with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Switching gears a little bit, uh, Bowler, to uh, basketball. Jazz camp begins. Give us a a storyline or two you're going to have your eye on this camp. Well, the first one is blending phase back in and looking to see what his uh, rotation minutes will be and also the pick and roll, uh, rebounding. Is he going to take, you know, three-point shots? Is he going to be effective from 15 feet, which I think is more or less where his game's at. Uh, but that's kind of the interesting part for me. There's, you know, I listened in to um, uh, Dennis and Justin yesterday, and, you know, they had nothing but praise and the fact that, you know, the reasons why some of these decisions were made is because, again, Dennis is all about knowing the individual, the body, the tendencies, uh, and, and very much in the statistic mindset of the productions that that uh, Derek Favors can give you on a given night. So um, we know what Clarkson can do. Uh, we know what Donovan can do. The other part of this equation would be Bogey's return. And as Donovan said himself earlier this week, is to make sure that even though they played well in the bubble, they do remember they blew a 3-1 lead against Denver, okay? How would that have changed if with Bogdanovich, <laughs> a healthy Bogdanovich playing? Uh, in the bubble. So I think that's the other part of this too, is to work him back in and make sure they don't, (laughs) they realize bogey's right there and how they want to continue to to operate their offense. So defensively, Dennis felt they maybe gotten a little better. Um, I'm anxious to see what the defensive numbers will be even through the first three preseason games. That's hard to do, right? Because they play, a multitude of players. They've got 18 on the roster, so you're going to get some younger players. But I'm not sure how much time you can afford to give in preseason knowing, you know, just the the rarity of this season again. Uh, you know, you got three preseason games. How much work do you give the starters, and how, mu- how much do you really want to look at some of the guys that you brought in to help fill out the roster? So, you know, there's going to be storylines every day, but Faves and Bogey intrigues me, and I think also how many players Quinn – will use to bring the ball into front court and handle, as we say, the rock. And Donovan even mentioned that there are three or four guys he trusts uh, that he knows can handle the basketball at any certain you know given time. But I think if you really break that down, how much does Donovan need the ball in his hands? And to me, that will be intriguing as well in these early uh, couple of uh, preseason games. Waller, do you think that uh, the Rudy Gobert deal will get done before the start of the season? Well, you know, if it doesn't, it opens up a lot of a discussion and probably in Rudy's mind, uh, and as emotional as he is in his own way, um, you have to weigh, uh, you know, Dennis made it clear he wants Rudy to, I'm not misspeaking or misquoting, you know, to finish his career here. So what's the middle ground? Um, that's between agent 
and the Jazz. And I'm sure there's a few people involved in that discussion. Ryan Smith, the new owner, who, again, that should be finalized soon. Uh, and how much money is going to be spent on Rudy Gobert. Uh, look, this team is about defense, right? It's, it's, a, it's a rare team with a big. In fact, they've, they've brought in several bigs to, uh, to be a part of this team, or at least to take a look at, so to speak. So, I, you know, if it doesn't happen, that opens up a whole interesting discussion that I don't think the Jazz want that that conversation hangs over this franchise through the next six months. But it's a possibility. I don't think it will happen. I think they'll, you know, find ways to, you know, come to terms. But again, it's not my money, and those are big decisions. And also, Gordo and Jake, what it does too tells me, you know, a direction the Jazz are gonna, the path they may take. And um, I didn't think it'd be simple. I really didn't. But here we are, and uh, we'll see how if they can work out something that appeases both sides. And also keeps Rudy engaged. I mean, he, I think he wants to understand that who he is. He's a pride, prideful guy, as we all know. And those two, um, you know, Defensive Player of the Year honors, you know, they haven't gone unrecognized. And, and, and you know, being an All-NBA player as well and an All-Star for the first time. So he's got to wrap his head around this whole, you know, story issue, where he plays and ownership and what they can do for him. And I'm sure it's kind of been going around and around, and hopefully they'll find, like I said, uh, it's a middle ground to all this. Bowler, thank you very much for jumping on with us, as always, each and every Tuesday. We uh, we appreciate you very much. You guys, uh, I appreciate you more, and I uh, can't believe camp's underway. And if we have our way and we say and the NBA stays healthy, I guess uh, we play um, a little preseason basketball in 12 days' time, which is, to me, just – I can't believe it, to be honest. But it it is real. It's not. We're living. I think we're not. We're not in a computer, right? Make sure we're, <laughs> you know, we're we're living a real life here. So yeah, twelve days away, we'll get a good look at the Jazz taking on the Suns, uh, not once but twice at home, and then a road game against the Clippers. But uh, I'm excited to see where this team is and uh, how how in shape they are and how together they truly are. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Thank you, Bowler. All right, guys. See you soon. The great Craig Bullerjack with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Um, there it is. Couldn't go over with Bowler this week because we've got a Boyan Bogdanovich uh, uh, press or media availability coming up right around the corner. And, in fact, it could start at any moment. So uh, big thanks to Bowler for jumping on with us. And stay tuned because we'll have uh, Bogdanovich for you at, uh, at some point. If you're just tuning in, the new college football playoff rankings were released and BYU comes in at uh, number 13. So we will certainly uh, talk about that as well. Yes, we will. It'll be interesting to hear what Boyan has to say. I'm, yeah. I'm, e- I'm eager to hear his attitude heading into this season. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, of course, uh, you see him on the television broadcast for the Jazz broadcast. You hear him on Football Fridays uh, every week with us. He is Alema Harrington here with uh, our friends at TridayTrading.com. What's up, Alema? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm so you know, glad every time I get to jump on the big show, Football Fridays, I love, but I love when I get to uh, be a part of the big show and represent TridayTrading.com because, you know, the, the thing for me is that um, I love what they are doing, what they're doing for me and the opportunity that they're giving other people. 
And there are people just like me, and there's probably guys listening right now that are thinking, that nah, I couldn't do that because, you know, I'm not a mathematician. I don't do good with numbers. I'm telling you right now, it has nothing to do with that. It's uh, an invitation to come and take a look at the proprietary software that allows you to trade and win trades and do it consistently. But you got to get, get get into the program and learn how to do it and be disciplined. The, the, the times that I run into trouble is when I get undisciplined. I think, oh, now I'm a brilliant mathematician. I can make decisions for myself. But, no, you go back to the basics and get back to the proprietary software, get back with their coach and making sure you're reading things right. And when you do that, I, I guarantee you, you can have success if you just do the program right. And right now, uh, you can jump into this and learn more about it and get access to some of the stuff that is available right now on our TridayTrading.com Lite. And all it costs is $10 for 30 days. And you figure, oh, you know what, you know, I'm going to jump into that. I might get late. you got 30 days to check it out. So you don't have to do it all at once. You can do a little bit of it at a time and get in touch with my guys at TridayTrading.com. And right now, that $10 trial fee is going to be going to Sub for Santa. So it's going to a good cause. And some people are giving this as a gift, like they'll give, get the, the, the trial, and they'll gift it to somebody for the holidays. So whatever you want to do, if you have questions about how to get involved with Tri-Day Trading, this is how you do it. You start by answering the question of can I by going to TriDayTrading.com and getting involved in our uh, 30-day trial for just $10. I hope to see you on our next webinar. Um, I'm on there all the time, so is Hans and some of our other guys, including Scotty G. So it's TriDayTrading.com. That's TriDayTrading.com. Thanks, Alema. We appreciate you. All right, there's Alema Harrington again, trydaytrading.com, trydaytrading.com. Coming up next, we'll let you hear, hopefully, from Boyan Bogdanovich. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, let's get to the Boyan Bogdanovich media availability. So I think we'll start rolling with a few questions here for you, Boyan. We'll start with uh, Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Yep. Hey, Bogey, good to see you. It feels like it's been forever. How you doing, man? Exactly. I'm good. I'm getting better. Good. That's good to hear. So... You know, I know, uh, man, it's been a while since I've last talked to you and since you've been with the team, really. Um, first, just what has it been like for you, this entire process? And what have you missed most? I mean, I miss, I miss to be all around those guys. I miss the feeling for the, for the game, especially because I miss the playoffs. That's the most, most exciting part of the, part of the season. It's been, it's been time long recovery first time that i'm in this in this position first time like that i have any any major injury so it's been it's been tough for me mentally and and also just just working out without using my my hand for whole summer and and, and watching the the nba playoffs on, on on tv but like i say I'm, I'm i'm getting better and and i hope that i will be i'll be back soon next we we'll go to uh... Tony Jones, The Athletic. Hey, Boyan, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, you know, what was the process for you to just figuring out that, hey, surgery is something that we need and, you know, and how what's it going to be like coming back? You know, as you said, this is your first major injury uh, of your career. And, and you know, Dennis – said that they had to really talk you into the surgery. 
Uh, so what's the whole process been like for you? And it was, was really tough to me when I realized that I, that I had torn my, my ligaments. I mean, I was in, I was in, in a pain for mostly of the, of the season, but I didn't, we didn't know that that is that major. So, so kind of after talking to, to every single player and, and every single member of the, of the coaching staff and, and, and the front office, we all decided it's, that it's probably better for the team to have a healthy, healthy team beginning of this season instead of, instead of putting me in position to maybe, to maybe end up broken my hand or even, even being, being on, on sideline for, for a more time. So, so I think that we, even I, I wanted to be there and I was the first one that, that was trying to talk, talk everybody to, to let me, let me play in the playoffs. But I think that this was the, this was the kind of, kind of smart, smart decision. I mean, it's been already six months since I have the, the surgery. So if I had it after the playoffs, it would be, it would be kind of take a long, long time to recover. I would miss mostly of, of, of this season. So I think that was, that was good, good decision to have surgery right before the, the playoffs actually. All right, next up is Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Boyan, good to see you. Uh, I was just wondering if you could kind of take us through like exactly what the rehab process that you've gone through has entailed, like what you've been doing to kind of work on your wrist and get it better. And also, what is your expectation for being ready to go at the start of the season? I mean, right after the surgery, I had a, I had a braid or cast on my, on my hand, so I couldn't do basically anything for the, for the two months that after those two months, they removed the pins from my, from my wrist. And then, and I was able to, to, to work on my, on my motion to start, to start getting my motion back. I was doing that maybe for a, for a month or even, even more for two months. And then after that, I start to, I start to do some, some exercises, some strength exercises for my, for my wrist. So I'm right now in, in, in a good position. My hand is, my wrist is getting, is getting better. I'm, st I start to work on a, on a court as well, shooting trees and all of that. I don't know in, in which position I am right now. We will, we will need to reevaluate my, my situation when we start with a, with a contact practice. So I cannot, I cannot tell you exactly if I'm going to be ready or not for the beginning of the season. So I got to wait and, and, and start to, to go one on one and then start to play five on five some some contact game and then I will I will see how my how my wrist is gonna react but I'm really happy I'm really happy on, on the position that I am right now. Next up we'll go Sarah Todd Desert News. Hi Boyan. Earlier we were Hi. talking to Quinn and uh, I was kind of talking to him about the way that he coaches and how sometimes he can be hard on people and uh, snap at players, but he does it sort of respectfully. And I'm just wondering how you view him as a coach and the way he coaches. Ben, he also had mentioned that uh, he probably wouldn't be worse than uh, Coach Abramovich. So he was <laughs> sure that you were going to be fine he with was, him. Yeah, he, was, he was in Europe as well, so... He know how to coach hard and how to be hard with the players, but I think that he's he's first of first of all 
really great mentor for all of us. He's great, great person, and then he know how to how to talk to the people, how to how to talk to the players to get in, involved. Everybody, even those players that they are not playing, that they are on a on a bench, they are really really love him, and they are really happy happy with the uh, with the way he's coaching them. So imagine how we feel that the guys that we are playing the the huge minutes. So it can be hard sometimes, but I overall I think that he's he's really really first of all a great person and then a great coach. All right, we'll go to Anayo Campbell, UtahJazz.com. Hey, um, so Coach Quinn mentioned that um, although you weren't actually in the bubble, you were there virtually um, with photos of you on the elevator. Um, so how does it feel now uh, to know that you're going to be reunited with uh, your teammates and then you seeing the playoffs on television? Uh, what are some of your goals once you're fully healthy uh, to be reunited? I mean, first of all, it was great to see all that that support that they have for me right after the surgery. Then on those those big pictures on on their elevators, I was I was with them virtually, actually every every single day talking to the players. Then before the before the games, I was I was on a on a Zoom call actually actually with them as a surprise. So so it was really tough for me to to be up every single night and and and, and watch them, and and I couldn't I couldn't help them, especially. Because we lost the first round, even I thought that we that we played great great basketball. So I hope I hope that we're gonna we're gonna have a healthy team. Even Mike wasn't played the uh, the first game against against Denver in a, in the playoffs. So I hope that we're gonna have a healthy team from the from the beginning. We we were dealing with a lot of injuries last season. Even Mike was out. So so that was also the the big part of why I had the surgery right before the playoffs because we decide that is that is best for our for our team also it was first year we had a lot of new players so so i think that that was a good decision and i hope that we're gonna have a healthy team so so we're gonna we're gonna attack playoffs next next year next question is from dana green abc4 hey boyan uh, just to kind of pick up on that um what is your read on this year's team? I mean, you bring the core of the team back. You add Derek Favors. Uh, do you expect this team to click and gel much quicker than it did maybe at the beginning of last year? If you guys are all healthy, I think we had a we had a great season. We we had a great chemistry. Even we had a lot of new guys last year. So we, they kept the all core guys, and we are one more year together. They brought the Derek Favors that was here like for the almost ten years. You know the the Queen system. You know all organization. He played with mostly of these of these guys. So I think that it's gonna be easy for all of us to to adjust. I mean we're gonna play probably same style of, of basketball. Donovan is done is going is one more one more year like older and and, and more experienced playoff experience. So. So he's going to be even better this season. So it's going to that's going to all help us. Like I said, the, the most important thing for us is is, is to help to stay healthy. Next up, we'll go with Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Boyan, you had to play the four quite a bit last year, and now with Derek Favors, it sounds like there's some plan to play he and uh, Rudy together. What's it mean to be able to move back to the small forward position, and, and how does that change your game? I mean that they brought him so they can they can probably match up with all those big four probably with AD and 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 the other guys. I think that that was the, that was 
the smart move, especially they brought the the player like I said before that was here. So so he know the system. He know how the how the queen wants to coach coach the team, and 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 then so he won't need the time to to adjust comparing to if they brought the the other guys. So I think that that we are really good like lined. We got a. We can play with the two bigs with uh, with him and, and Rudy on the court, but also we can play small like he does in the last season. So I think that is, and he brings the experience. He's had a lot of years in a in the league, so I think that he's gonna be big time for us, especially on on the playoffs. All right, we have a follow up from Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Boyan, in uh, speaking with Quinn earlier, he mentioned that one of the things he probably would like to see from you this year is is having you post up more. Just wondering what you thought about that and and what other wrinkles we can expect to see from your game this year. I mean, they show me they show me some numbers. Like, I'm already here a month and a half, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out on my, on my post game. They show me the numbers that I was efficient last, last season, so we're going to try to try to work more and put me in position to to pose then I'm I'm working a lot on my on my on my footwork to play better defense to be more more aggressive to give give more effort on defensively and, and on the board so I think that those two things are the major the major for me to to improve for the for next year one more follow up from Sarah Todd Deseret News Hey, Bayan, I know that with the with the particular surgery that you had, there is uh, sometimes some concern about gaining the full range of motion back with the wrist. Um, have you felt like you're getting your motion back? Um, and has the progress? I mean, from doctors and everyone, has it has they've been telling you that it's been going well? I mean, my motion it's my motion is great. I'm almost I'm almost back to to my regular comparing to my to my left hand, I don't think that I have any any problem with the uh, with the dead, which is important for me because it's my shooting hand. Now I can I I have to adjust, just like I say, contact drills. How I'm gonna fall? I can. You cannot. Uh, I cannot improvise. When when you fall on the floor, there is no. You don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna land. So it's easy right now looking out on those things. But when you get on the court, it's completely different. So I think that that's gonna be the the biggest part of. of of my recovery and, and and the biggest part of getting back on uh on the floor play again. And then motion is motion is great right now. Sorry boy and we have one last question from uh Francisco Vasquez from Univision and this will be in Spanish. Cool. All right, there's Boyan Bogdanovich uh, and his media availability. That was the the last question there in Spanish, so we ducked out of it a little early, but we'll get that up online at uh, 1280thezone.com. Interesting to hear him talk about his injury, Gordon. Yeah, what are your impressions? What uh, Do you think he's uh, – <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never suffered that injury, and I don't know what, what, uh, what it takes to rebound in the way that uh, – that the Jazz want him to. I just Austin and I were talking about this off the air a little bit. I mean, he's a tough dude. I yeah. mean, do you remember back? It was either the first or the second game where he had a, a ankle roll yes. that was 
awful. Like, it was hard to watch. It was bad. And he missed a game. And yeah. if you look throughout his entire career, he just he's hes a tough dude. He just doesn't miss games. And it was interesting, Dennis Lindsay had said when his media availability yesterday that they had to basically talk Boyan into having the surgery. And uh, and and you heard him address it a little bit there. But isn't that the the tough guy? Like pfft, surgery, man, I can play. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. the Jazz were like, look, you know, this this shutdown is, is not terrific, but maybe it will be an opportunity for you to get this done and heal and be back by next year. And I'm sure that was the kind of the wise thing to do. But that's a very boyon thing. Like, no, I'm I'm not getting surgery. I'm fine. Don't worry about so, it. <laughs> so you know what happens to teams sometimes when they have. They create a little bit of an opening for one reason or another or by means of one thing or another. And then you see other players. It's like it's like it's like cutting back a, uh, a tree or something. They, they they all of a sudden the tree is healthier and there's space to grow and all that. Now you're bringing a guy back in. How is that going to go? And will they be able to utilize his top talents without uh, without having it get in the way, yeah, for lack of a better term, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're going to have to figure it out. I mean, that's that. Well, we talked about it when we were getting into the storylines at the beginning of the show. I mean, that's that's a huge one. How do they make all these players fit together? Because they didn't really fit all at the same time at some point last year. So, how's that, that going to work? And now you're bringing in Derek Favors as well. And over the the course of a of a season, you know, you're going to have some some space to fill. But it, it makes you wonder. It gives it gives the Jazz time to put this thing together and then figure out what is the most useful way to go about it once once the playoffs start. So, yeah, interesting to watch. It It is also kind of interesting that it seems, if we do some simple math, the Jazz sacrificed re-signing Derek Favors so that they could bring in Bogey's offense. Yeah. And they kind of gave up that defense that was leaving with favors to get that offense, and now they got both of them on the team. But they got to figure out how and when to play them. Do you buy into the theory, at least, guys? uh, I'll ask you, Austin, because I already know how Jake feels about it, but if you have, say, Mike Conley and and, uh, Donovan Mitchell on the floor, along with, say, Boyan Bogdanovich, it, now that you've got those three scorers, those three shooters, is it okay to have Derek Favors on the floor with Rudy Gobert? I'll tell you, it works in a video game. I'll be really interested to see if it works uh, in real life like Dennis Lindsay was talking about yesterday. He said that it's been proven, in his opinion, by numbers and eye tests that Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert work together on the floor. Uh, but that was, as you mentioned before, Boy, Boyan Bogdanovich and Mike Conley were part of that same roster. I think it's a different animal, even though it's familiar faces and personnel. I think it is a new animal that Quinn Snyder and his coaching staff have to figure out. But it's a spoil of riches in a lot of different ways. What do you think, Jake? Since Gordon knows how you feel, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, it, it helps if you have I don't, three, I've never listened to your opinion. <laughs> you have three shooters on the floor at the same time, and they, that will help it. But, I mean, we'll see it a little bit. I don't think it will be a very impactful lineup for the Jazz this year. I don't think they will ever close with it. And example. why do you hate the Utah Jazz, Jake Scott? <laughs> so so the, the difference between having Derek with those shooters on the floor as opposed to Ricky Rubio or, uh, you know, uh, Jay Crowder, that uh, that does make a difference, though, uh, Jake. Don't you agree? Yeah, it does. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how many minutes they actually play together. I bet it's still yeah. not many. 
All right, stay tuned. Uh, we will get to more coming up next. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tidings we bring to you and your kids. Good tidings for Christmas. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Weezer, who's this going out to again, Austin? Sorry. L.L. Scoville. What's up, L.L. Scoville? NBA news, Gordon, uh, literally coming out just a minute ago from Wojnarowski, uh, free agent guard Reggie Jackson is returning to the Clippers on a one-year deal. Hmm. All right. Uh, he's he's all right. He's not bad. I, I, you know, I was firmly in the Clippers camp last year thinking that they were the better team than the Lakers. The Lakers offseason, I think, is really good, including yeah. uh, mm. landing Montrez Harrell from the Clippers. That was a coup. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work out when the teams meet. At which time? Would the teams meet each other and uh, wonder if there will be bl- bad blood? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, Montrezl Harrell is kind of interesting because he was from that old plucky Clipper team that was way overachieving, right, that uh, kind of Kawhi and Paul George bullied their way onto the you know, if you believe some of the reports, there was some animosity and kind of two yeah. wings of the team last year. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, the, the West is tough all the way around, man. And then we were talking earlier, Austin and I were, about how, uh, who was it, uh, Kendrick Perkins? Who was, uh, he, yeah. he had his playoff teams in the West. And guess who was left out completely? Yeah, the Jazz. You? And then Donovan Mitchell liked the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that the, was... I I think the Jazz will be in the top eight in the Western Conference. I feel pretty confident in that opinion. I would agree. I don't you th- homers. No, I mean, <laughs> just kidding. But I don't think uh, you know Golden thinks Gordon the Golden State's going to win the West. I don't think that's going to happen. Who thinks Who's that? Gordon? Gordon did. Remember how he was just pumping up Golden State a couple well, of weeks ago? That was before Clay got hurt. Well, I mean, there's one guy on the team, Gordon. Well, that good. makes a big difference. Well, if they're the best team in the Western Conference, you I didn't say they were the best. I just said they were going to be really good. I thought, and uh, I think the loss of Clay Thompson is is huge for that team. So, and, and it sucks, man. It sucks when players get hurt like that. I think there's still some things that have to happen to determine exactly where I think they'll be. I mean, what's going to happen with Houston? What kind of moves are they going to make, if any, and how is that going to work? So, well, the fact that there's some. Some uh, things yet to be decided uh, makes it that much more intriguing. All right, uh, we'll get to more Big Show coming up next. Well, let's get out to the Zone phone. Joining us now uh, on behalf of our friends at TryDayTrading.com, the one, the only, Alema Harrington. Alema, hello. Hello, guys. It's always good to be on the show. I love Football Fridays coming up on Friday. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk, to, talk about just, just today, every day. Uh, talking about TridayTrading.com, something that I found out about through 1280 The Zone, listening to some of our other guys starting to get involved. And, and I had some questions, and they were quick to say, hey, this is what you need to do. Do the, the 30-day trial. is just 10 bucks. I jumped on that, got the information that I needed. I was introduced to the proprietary software. And then the whole program, which is amazing. I mean, the, the cool thing about this program 
And you know, you know, we as athletes, and when I say we as athletes, you, Jake, myself, and, and Gordon raised some athletes. And, and so, you know, we know what it's like to, to kind of get into something. And you want to be able to kind of learn about it, then practice, and then maybe scrimmage a little bit before you get in the game. That's exactly what happens at TriDayTrading.com. You end up getting a demo account, and you start to trade online. But you do it trading with TridayTrading.com's money. They're going to give you a funded account to, to trade on, and as you do well and perform well, your account continues to, to be funded, and it just goes from there. And really, when we say, like, the, the, the sky's the limit, that's the reality for Triday Trading, is the sky is the limit, and you can supplement your income, you can replace your income, and you can retire on the income that comes from TridayTrading.com. Right now, you got a, a 30-day trial for just $10. $10 to get you 30 days of information and access. And uh, the cool thing right now is that $10 fee, that's the, the trial fee, is going to be donated to, to a, a sub for Santa. So you're doing a good thing uh, at the same time. So I encourage anybody out there that's had questions, maybe you're hurt, be talking throughout the course of the big show here today or at different times and wondering, whether or not this thing will work for you. The way you find out is go to TridayTrading.com, log on, go to a webinar, get some information, then go for that 30-day trial, just 10 bucks at TridayTrading.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Alema. You're the best. TridayTrading.com. Find out uh, how it can work for you. TridayTrading.com. More Big Show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrap it up a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, Gordo, are you going to you gonna pay up on this incriminating audio bet? Yes. Are we going to do this thing? Uh, probably not. What do you You're going to be known not? as a welcher the rest of your days? That's not you, Gordon. You, you are a man of integrity. And if oh, you haven't you... been, you should start. <laughs> the, the Gordon oh. Monson I know pays his bets. All right. So, what is it that you want me to say? <laughs> okay. So, so we just want there. There's a a, a long standing joke that uh, you wore like to wear socks with sandals, and we'd just like you to confirm that joke. I uh, it wasn't so much socks with sandals. It was socks with with shower shoes or sl- sliders, whatever you want to call those. Which, which, which I are, do all the time. Which are way. sandals? I love that. It's so comfortable. But now, I don't. Did you do it on television? Uh, no. Gordon, did you? It may have happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so very simply, I wear socks with sandals. Should we say all the time? I, 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 think... I love wearing socks with sandals. What's wrong with socks with sandals? I don't know, but Gordon Gordon gets embarrassed by it for some reason. How? Which one of those oh, sounds just, better to just you? A, it just didn't happen all that much. It happened a couple of times, and then... People like uh, Jake like to make it into an everyday kind of thing. Every day, no, not every day, just a, a few times a week. But I think I think the the <laughs> it's important to point out the shower shoes as opposed to the sandals because I didn't really wear them with sandals as much. It was just the shower shoes. Well, I well, feel- first of all, shower shoes are sandals. Second of all, you can't wear socks with thongs. Because there's the sock doesn't fit around the thing that goes in uh, in between your toes. We could have you record that you like to wear thongs. 
That's okay. All right. Then give, us just, the, give us this one. I I'll, love, say, I'll, I'll say shower shoes. No, it's I not, love wearing socks with sandals. I'll, I'll, I'll say shower no, shoes. No, that's, that's not how this works. But that's what I did. It doesn't matter what you did. This is incriminating audio. We get to pick it. <laughs> it does not matter one I'll, bit I'll, what you did. I'll, I'll say shower shoes. No, it's, yeah. it's sandals. I love wearing socks with sandals. Well, that's a different thing. It's a whole different matter. But Okay, well, fine. Different matter. But that's but what we need. That's anyway. what we yeah, need you that, to say. I don't really you're... have pierced nipples <laughs> that we know of. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say shower shoes. No sandals. Don't be a dude. Come on, you're coming this far. You okay. gotta go. I Help. love wearing socks with sandals. Or your incriminating audio is: I don't pay my bets. <laughs> I'm not a man of my word. <laughs> like my taxes, I don't pay my bets. <laughs> All right. If you say it that way, then I'll. I'll do it. We're ready. Oh, you're ready? Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. I've been known to wear socks with shower shoes and sandals. I love to wear socks with sandals. Those <laughs> are the not words. true. Those are the words. It doesn't matter. Is it true that Lisa's pet name for you is Bowler? Right. No, no, well, it's then, not true. Then this is not true either okay. anymore. <laughs> All right. I love wearing socks with sandals and shower shoes and sugar beets. Sugar beets? Okay, wait. But cut out the shower shoes. Just end it at sandals, and, and let's get a good one. I love wearing socks with sandals. Mm. Now, yeah. now do it like you're happy about it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not happy about it. Exactly. Instead of like you're a hostage in some... <laughs> Horrible movie. I like wearing socks with sandals. How about I like wearing socks with sandals? I like wearing socks with sandals. Why the why the drag out like with sandals? Like socks <laughs> with sandals. Just I like wearing socks with sandals. I like wearing socks with sandals. Ah, that's that, that's very acceptable. There we go. Word. There we go, Gordon. Thank you for, for paying up. And, uh, boy, I, I just hope this NFL season ends quickly. Cause <laughs> yes, this, no kidding. This has just been terrible. This has ruined the NFL football for me. Mm. Although I, I got to admit, watching on Sundays is a bit more exciting. Got a bit more on the line. Uh, just uh, be wary of the next time your team loses. Gordon, uh, go slip on those sandals, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.